What is up, you guys? Welcome back. I'm your host, Brandon Atwell, and I'm excited, very excited to be here again. Um, let me know how you guys are doing. Hit, hit me up on uh, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Um, my, my Instagram is Brandon underscore Lee underscore Atwell. You can hit me up on there. Let me know how you guys are doing. I want to see who who God is speaking to. I want to see what God is doing for you guys. And and it motivates, you know, encourages me. You know, I know what I know what Lord the Lord is calling me to do. I know that the Lord, you know, has a plan for me. But it just I love seeing what God is doing for you guys. So just let me know. Just just hit me up. Share share the podcast. Share this message because I know God's gonna be in it. God has a word for you guys today. And I know this is very, very important. I know the message that God has prepared me for. You know, as you guys can see by the title, it's it's going to be some, you see. And so I know God has a plan to speak to you guys. And I think it's important that, um, you know, you guys share share this message, share share this and and, and, and get the word out there. You know, um, to, today, you know, I'm very passionate about what we're going to talk about today. Um, you know, the, the title is Invisible Times Makes Invisible Moments. And. And I know to to you know just to the ears, um, it, it may be very hard to um, completely understand what that means. But we're gonna break it down for you guys, cause trust me, when the Lord first laid this on my heart, I had no idea what it meant. I was like, Lord, what does this mean? So I'm gonna explain to you guys how I got this message, right? Cause it, it ties along. Invisible times make invisible moments. And let's look at this backwards. Because in the Air Force, they always tell you to read it backwards. And, and it works. Watch this. To make invisible moments, you have to have invisible times. Just to, you know, just keep that in your guys' spirit throughout this, this episode. So how I first got this message, how I first got this, this topic, right? I woke up. I woke up one morning thanking God, and, and I just woke up. And I just felt like laying there. You guys know how it goes, you know, waking up sometimes and, and you just feel like laying there. So what did I do? I turned on some 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 praise music, some worship music, you know, and I just I just laid there. I just sat in his presence because I felt it. Like when I woke up, I felt his presence. Right. And so when I woke up and I was just laying there and I turned on some uh, worship and praise music, I, uh, you know, was just sitting in his presence. And, and the Lord revealed to me, you know, a couple minutes later, boom, I got this vision, like just this word popped in my mind. It was, it was amazing how it just like the way he, he put it across was like it was it was on like a blackboard and, and boom, the words are in white. And he just gives me a word and this invisible times make invisible moments. That's all he gave me. That's all he laid on my heart. And I mean, if you really think about it. Just to help you guys kind of understand kind of the, the the background of this of this message, invisible times make invisible moments. So if you think about it, while I was laying on my bed, it was an invisible time. So let's 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 go to the scripture real quick just to help you guys um, understand. So in Hebrews chapter eleven, verse six, 
I'm going to read this verse, uh, this, this out of the New King James Version. So it says, um, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. So if you go to God, you got to believe that he is God. There's many people who just just flippantly just pray to God, you know, just, you know, I, I remember there's this one time, right? I'm talking to somebody um, on the Xbox, right? I'm talking to somebody on the game, right? It's crazy. You know, hey, you can, man, you guys can talk to God wherever, wherever, just be open, right? And so I'm on the game talking um, on the Xbox in the party with this dude. And, and so there's two people in this party. I didn't even know I was going to talk about this. This is just spirit bringing it up, right? So I'm, <laughs> so so I'm in this party and I'm talking uh, to these two dudes. There's this one guy who's very quiet and very humble about it, and I know the Lord is speaking to him. I know He is, but I know this other guy. He's being very flippant about it. I'm speaking, and and the Lord is is is. I know the Lord is using me, and this other guy is just using His name in vain, praying to God, just saying, "Oh, okay, so so is that why there's times I'm not doing good at two K? Just using His name in vain, right? It's 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 unbelievable. But when you go to just to just to bring my point, you have to go to God and must believe that He is, and you can't go to God unless you have faith. That he is there and without faith it is impossible to please god so if you want to please god you have to have faith and you have to go to him and believe that he is hallelujah so and if we keep going after it says for he who comes to god must believe that he is and then right after that it says and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him you know this is a very important scripture if you guys can memorize it memorize it you know you'll hear it a lot but without faith it is impossible to please god so when i woke up just to tie into this, uh, just explaining invisible times makes invisible moments. So invisible times is I'm over here. I woke up and time is very valuable, right? So I know in a, um, in Ecclesiastes, there's a scripture that says, um, there is ceaseless amount of activities that one has to do in their life. So you can sit here and say, all right, yeah, God, I'm gonna go to church. Yeah, God, I'm gonna read the Bible. I'm gonna read your word. And, and something always pops up. The devil will always try to distract you from what God is calling you to do. So if God tells you to go to church, right? And I, this happens a lot, so many times that it frustrates me. But, you know, I got to forgive and I got to understand. But I'll talk to people. We'll just say I talk to somebody on a Wednesday, right? On a Wednesday, I'm talking to somebody about God. And I'll be like, yeah, man, come to church. You know, I would love to see you there. And they're all hype about it. They're like, yeah, yeah, man, I'll be there. I'll see you there Sunday. And then you know what? Saturday or uh, Saturday night call or Saturday night comes and I hit them up. I'll be like, so am I going to see you tomorrow? And they're like, ah, maybe, maybe. And I'm like, what? Come on, man. And then Sunday comes around and, and they're sleeping in. Right. They're not being faithful about it. You have to diligently seek him and he will reward you. You see what I'm saying? So I'm um, so when I woke up, there was this. um time where so when i woke up i was giving god my time so like i said there's ceaseless amount of things you can do so when when the day when the church comes and and you can sleep in or you can uh um party all night saturday right are you willing time is very valuable you are here for a little bit of time god knows how long you're going to be here you know it could be it it could be a sh long life it could be a short life nobody knows you you got who knows if you got 20 years or 100 years? You see what I'm saying? You know, we're not promised tomorrow. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going I'm to I'm search for the Lord and I'm going to seek him with all my heart. 
And so when Sunday comes, are you willing to sacrifice your time so that you can be rewarded by the Lord for those who diligently seek him? So invisible times, right? So so like, like it says in Ecclesiastes, there's ceaseless things you can do. There's always something you can do. You can always get distracted. You can always get off topic. You can always get on off path. The Bible says that your flesh and spirit are always against each other. The things your spirit wants to do isn't the same thing your flesh wants to do. You're always going to be fighting a battle with your flesh, but you have to pick up the cross daily. So, um, so, so when the day, um, so, so like on Wednesday when we're talking, and I'm talking to them on Wednesday. You know what? They're in the spirit. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll go. They're feeling good. But when, um, excuse me, whenever they, whenever Sunday comes, you know what? Their flesh is in control. Their, their flesh is in control and, and they no longer want to go. Why? Because their flesh is fighting against their spirit. So when their spirit is in control, the devil sees, uh-oh, uh-oh, you know, they're, they're starting to, they're starting to have a little bit of a revelation. So the devil goes and 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 the flesh kind of agrees with them. So your flesh will, will try to submit your spirit under and, and it needs to be backwards. Your spirit man needs to submit your uh, your flesh needs to submit to your spirit man. And so invisible time. So I woke up. I know it's getting a while to get to my point. But, uh, you know, hey, God's going to let it come out the way he wants it to come out. Amen. And so um, when I woke up and I was uh, just giving, giving time to the Lord, you know, I didn't go back to bed. I didn't go back to bed, but I, uh, I sat there and I was just listening to some praise music, just sitting in the presence of the Lord. And, and he, that's an invisible time, right? Nobody sees what I'm doing. Somebody can just walk by and just think I'm chilling, you see. But the fact is, is that I'm giving this invisible time. I'm giving time to God when I could be giving my time to other things. So, so you have to give God your time to make invisible moments. By me giving God my time, my invisible time, which is you know time that nobody else knows what's going on, but I know that the Lord is speaking to me. Nobody knows that the Lord is speaking to me. And then once I got that vision of invisible times making invisible moments, nobody saw that I had that moment with the Lord. But the fact that I was given my invisible time, it allowed God to make an invisible moment. So, so we're going to get right into it. We're going to be talking about those two uh, verses today. And, and the first thing we're going to be talking about, invisible time, you know, you guys had an example of, I was just meditating in the presence of God. I'm giving God my time when I could be doing something else. I could be playing the game. I could be watching a movie. I could be doing those things, but I'm giving God my time. And so in the Bible, you know, the, the, the first point we're going to be talking about and I'm, I'm very excited to get into this, um, to dedicate time. So you must dedicate time for prayer. You have to talk to the Lord. You have to sit in the presence of the Lord. And you got to talk. You just got to talk to him. Too many people are wondering, like, why don't I feel God? Why don't I have this in my life? Why isn't this here? It's because they're not spending time with the Lord. You know, I thank God that he's put a new prayer in my heart. He's put a new time to, to in, in my spirit to give time to him. So in Acts 3, 1, the disciples, now Peter and John, this is what the verse says, Acts 3, 1. Now Peter and John were going up to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. So these disciples, 
you know they're mighty men of God. They're they're operating in the spirit. They're doing awesome things. They're doing miracles, signs, wonders. But you know why? Because they are giving their time to the Lord. They have an hour of prayer every single day. And Mark one thirty five, and this is Jesus right here. So um, Jesus would would wake up early in the morning and it said this and rising very early in the morning while it was still dark like this is how early the lord got up right he got up before it was even light out and and he departed and went out to a desolate place and then he prayed there so the lord would would separate himself to a desolate place to where it's just one-on-one -on -one with him and the Lord. The Lord doesn't care about you and somebody else. He cares about you. You know, my, my point is, is if you're, say you're in a relationship, this is the best way I can get the point across. Say you're in a relationship. God doesn't want you to, to be in one. If God's calling you to do something, it may not be the same thing he's calling your wife to do or something like that. God wants a relationship with each of you individually. And so Jesus went and he had one-on-one -on -one time with the father, right? And so it's the same thing with you. God wants to have a relationship with you. God wants to talk to you. God died for you. Jesus Christ took stripes for you. He died for you. He died so that he can restore and have a relationship with you that Adam and Eve broke from the beginning of time. God wants to have a relationship with you. That's why he sent Jesus Christ here to die for you, to restore, to have a relationship with you. So now we have the access to heaven and, and so many other promises. But, but you have to seek the Lord. You have to pray. You have to have one-on-one -on -one time with the Father. You have to have one-on-one -on -one time, which goes to invisible time. I'm giving time to the Lord. Invisible means not visible to the eye. So not normal, not just a normal physical. So you got spiritual eyes, you got physical eyes. My physical eyes can't see what the Lord is doing, but thankfully the Lord, I can see through the blood of Christ and I can see into the spiritual realm. I can see what's going on behind the scenes. So it may be physically invisible, but in my spirit, I can see what's going on. So, you know, you got to give this invisible time. And um, Matthew 6, 6, this is what it says also. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret. He's in secret. He, he God isn't going to look. And let me finish reading this. And your father who sees in secret will reward you. God doesn't want you to go out and one-on-one -on -one pray. You know, you know, there are times where obviously you got to pray in, in, in front of people and things like that. But when it comes to the Lord, he wants a relationship with you. So you got to give God one-on-one -on -one time is basically what this verse is saying. You know, you got to have a relationship with the Lord. And the best way to do that is to pray to him. You know, so many people are falling away from the faith and it's just because they're putting themselves first. The first commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your mind, body and heart. Like you, you have to love. You have to love the Lord your God. You have to put him first. You have to have a relationship with him. In Philippians 4, 6, it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. You got to let your request be known to God. If you want something from the Lord. You have to ask him. So many people are expecting the Lord to do something, but they're not asking him. You have to ask the Lord so that he can give it, so that he can uh, bless you with it. You, you see, you got to let your request be made known to God. I heard this one time, um, something like an unspoken prayer request, like we're in a circle and I hear unspoken prayer request. And, and I'm like, what am I going to pray about for you? 
the, it says right here, let your request me be made known to God. So you, and, and, you know, you, you just got to let your request be made known. You got to, um, you know, just, just humble yourselves, show humility and, and, and just let God know your request. And you got to talk to him. You have to give time to the Lord invisible time. Like, like I said, there's ceaseless things you can do. You can go play the game. You can go hang out with friends, but I'm just saying you, the Lord comes first. The Lord comes first. When you wake up, go to the word. When you wake up, pray. When you wake up, praise God. Like praising and worshiping is different. Different. Let me let me get into that. So praise. Let me give you an example of praise. Like God, I, God, you are so good. God, you deserve. God, you get all the praise. God, you get all the honor. You get all the glory. God, you get it. God, Father, you are worthy of all our praise. You see, that's praising God. Now worshiping is different. You see what I'm saying? So when you praise God, you're letting Him know that He's your God. You know. I know it's a little off topic, but 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 hey, you you gotta let them know. You gotta talk to them. You gotta let the God. You gotta let them know. The Lord is your strength. Why would you not want to pray and seek God? He's your protector and provider, right? So this is the second um, point. So so God wants to protect you. God wants to give you strength. And in Psalms eighty nine verse seventeen, it says, "For you are the glory of their strength. By your favor, our horn is exalted." So God. God's glory is our strength. And how do you get that glory? By stepping into his presence, which is by dedicating time to God and invisible time. You see, you got to dedicate time to God so that he can reward you. And so another scripture says the joy of the Lord is your strength. And so when you go and you're praying to God, God can bless you with joy. He can bless you with strength. Why would you want to live your life? with no joy, with no strength. Like you, you want to walk in power. You want to walk in strength. And you know, if, if you don't dedicate, look, so if you're not praying to God and you're not doing what, what God has called you to do, you know, there you're the opposite of this is going to occur. So if you don't step into a relationship with the Lord and you don't pray to God, you're not going to have a relationship. You're not going to have strength. You're not going to have joy. You, you got to step into these things. And so, um, Let's let's move on. Um, so if we go to so. All right. So you must dedicate time to the Lord by getting into the word and letting God feed you. So you have to let God feed you. And how does he feed you? He feeds you through the word. You know, Jesus Christ was tempted by uh, the devil after 40 days. All right. So Jesus, Jesus Christ was fasting for 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness. It's crazy. It, it, you know, there, there's times the Lord calls me to fast, and I'm like, and I just think, Lord, how? That's, I, you see what I'm saying? That, <laughs> that right there is is how I think about it. I'm like, wow, wow, Lord, you're so good. You know, forty days and forty nights in in the wilderness, praying, and and just seeking, just obeying the Lord. The Holy Spirit led him there. He didn't plan it. The Holy Spirit, after he got baptized, led him there. And he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness. And then after that, the Bible says that he was hungry. Who would not be hungry after 40 days of fasting? So he was hungry. And then the devil came and tempted him. But Jesus said, you shall not live by bread, by, by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. So the Lord, the word from, you know, the, 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 the word 
is God, right? And so when you are in the word, you are being fed by God. And so you have you, you have to be in the word. You have to dedicate time to be in the word. Like I said, you can do whatever you want, but God is looking for those who diligently seek him. God is out looking. Oh, yep, he can. Yep, yep, he can, he can search. You know, he he can he can be faithful. So you you have God is looking for people who will faithfully search him when you can't see him. Because look, I haven't I haven't seen the Lord. I have I have not seen the Lord. But I, I faithfully search him. I faithfully desire him. I faithfully want him to fill me with his presence. Even though I can't see him, I faithfully search him. God is looking for people who can faithfully search him when when it's invisible. You know, this it's all about faith. You know, you, you have to dedicate time to God by prayer is the first one. And by being in the word is the second one. Why? Because the devil. All right. So right here, first Peter five, eight. It says, be sober minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. So if you're not in the word, the, the word is your weapon. In Hebrews 4.12, the word of God is living and active. So the Bible is living and active. Nobody can just get into the word and read and, and, and read it. No, God, this is God speaking to me. When I get in the word, this is God speaking to me, right? So you, go go give this, go ahead, put this Bible in front of somebody who's not saved. I bet you they won't. I bet you they can't read the word. Why? Because right here it says the word of God is living and active. And right after this, it's sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of the soul and of the spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Look, the word of God is living sharper than any two-edged sword. The Bible says, why fear, I believe it says, why fear man that can destroy the body when you should fear the Lord who can disturb both the body and the soul? Look, a sword can damage me physically, but the word of God can get me spiritually. And it's the same thing. The word of God is living and active, sharper than any, any two-edged sword, any two-edged sword. I'm sure there's swords out there. You can just lay it on you and it cuts you. But the word of God is sharper than that. Amen. So piercing to the division of the soul. So when the devil comes at you, hold on, let me, let me also, let me also boost this up. So in Psalms 119, 105, it says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So the more you're in the word, the brighter your feet, you know, the brighter the path is for your feet. So look, this one thing I've realized, I've been in the word, you know, praise God. Thank, thankfully, you know, God speaks to me through the word and, and and he's speaking to me and he's a light unto my path. When I wake up, I pray for God to be my light. I pray for God to be my path. And it's not just that prayer. It's the fact that I get in his word and I'm obeying him and I'm doing what, he, what he's telling me to do. A lot of people are asking God, God, why can't I see what you're telling me to do? God, why can't well, God, just speak to me. God, just, speak. you know what you got to do? You got to get in his word. You got to pray. You got to fast. You got to seek the Lord and then he'll speak to you. An invisible moment. You got to give invisible time to the Lord. And an invisible moment is the Lord speaking to you. We're going to talk about that later. An invisible moment. But if you want God to speak to you, you got to give time to the Lord. You have to. Man, it's, it's just just in my spirit to get really get that out there but the word is your weapon the word of god 
is living in act. It is your weapon. So when the devil comes and you use your word, your word will protect you. Your word will, uh, will, will, will scare the devil. The word has power. And so the devil is always looking for people to attack. But when you have the word of God protecting you, when you have the armor of God in your life and and and, and the feet to your path, you won't get tripped up. You're not going to get tripped up. You're not going to fall down. You're going to keep moving forward in the will of God. You're not going to fall down and be like, oh, oh this hurts. You know, because that, you know, trust me, it's happened to me. I, I fell. Look, God has brought me places and I fell down. But, but you know, I wouldn't be here right now if, 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 if God didn't have grace and mercy on me. And, you know, I thank God that he's revealed to me the things of the kingdom. You know, it takes time to 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 progress. But I thank God that that he's revealed to me that I, you just got to be in his word. God, God is a God of order. God has a way for you to prosper, but you just got to obey. And by being in the word, it says right here, it's a lamp to your feet and a light to your to your path. So if you want to see clearly where you where God's calling you to go, you got to be in the word so you can see clearly where to step. You see what I'm saying? Amen. Praise God. And the devil can't distract you and attack you. Also, you know, so so boom, we got prayer. We got in the word. And I'm, I'm just going to give you guys one more because I could probably talk about. Wow, it's already been 25 minutes. OK, <laughs> well, we're. <laughs> Uh, okay. Okay. So the third one we're going to talk about the most, the, the, look, this is what God is looking for. You got to dedicate your life as a living sacrifice. God sent his one and only son to die for you. So you out of, look, you, you have to offer your life as a living sacrifice. You have to. You can't give your life to God and expect to keep living your way you want to live. No, I've given my life to God willingly. Lee, I've given my life to God wanting to sacrifice my life. You see what I'm saying? And so by me giving my life to God, I understand that I can no longer live my way. Why? Right here. This is why. In 1 Corinthians 3, 16 through 17. So chapter 3, verse 16 through 17. It says, do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him for God's temple is holy and you are that temple. So God, it says right here, God, I am God's temple and God's spirit dwells inside of me. So I don't get to walk around the way I used to walk around. I don't want to walk around. Why? Because I want people to see the glory of God through me. If I'm a vessel, I'm a temple that God dwells inside of. Out of respect and honor for the Lord, I'm going to do the best that I can to let people see God through me, which means I can't go around smoking. I can't go around drinking. I know I bring that up a lot, but, you know, I just know this is what God delivered me from. I can't go around having sex before. You, you can't you you can't do these things. Why? Because God's spirit will be dwelling inside of you. So if God's spirit is dwelling inside of you, you can no longer live the way that you want to live. You know, actually, I got a testimony for you guys that uh, God laid on my heart to give to you guys, right? So this is a perfect example of me disobeying and going against God, right? And so um, I have this uh, testimony to where there's this time, right? I'm I'm doing, I'm on fire for the Lord. I'm doing, uh, you know, I'm I'm on fire for the Lord. I'm, 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 you know, I was doing so good. 
right? Praise God. You know, you can't do anything without the Lord, first off. But I got a little prideful. I got a little sinful. And so so um, before I gave my life to God, you know, after I gave my life to God, um, God started to clean me out, right? So like God started to, to, to clean my, my desire, set my, thing, uh, my mind on the things above. And so um, when God started to clean me out, he started to bless me. He started to use, like, just the, the presence of God was so heavy on my life that when I talked to people, you could tell in their eyes that it was like the Lord was talking to them, right? Praise God. So God would use me as a vessel. Why? Because it says right here that I'm God's temple and his spirit dwells in me. And so when I am walking, look, God sees who is walking righteously. So when you are walking in the ways of the spirit, that is who stands out to the Lord. That is the one that God's going to use. Why? Because God gets all the praise. God gets all the glory. He gets all the honor. Right. And so when you are giving your life as a living sacrifice, which is the best, you know, the best thing you can do, it's the thing that God sees. Sacrifices are like a sweet smelling aroma unto the Lord. Like when when you are sacrificing something, oh, God sees it. Don't think he don't see it. And the best thing to God is life. Right. So when you sacrifice your life, my time that God has blessed me with here on this earth, God's going to bless it. God's going to use it. It's a sweet smell and aroma unto the Lord. So you can no longer live the way you want to live because God's spirit dwells inside of you. And so, you know, like I said, you know, I, all right. So um, a couple years ago, um, I made a, a, a New Year's resolution. I was like, God, I'm done. I'm not smoking. I'm not doing nicotine again. God, I'm done. I'm not doing it. Father, I'm not doing it. And, you know, it was, oh, look, I was committed to it. I was doing so good. I was doing so good. God, and, and as I gave it up, look, I, God started using me as a temple. God started using me as a willing vessel. I started speaking to people. Um, you know, God started speaking to people through me, speaking to people through family, friends at school. Like God was doing mighty things. People saw God through me. And that's what that's the best thing you want to do. You want to you want people to see God through you. It's not about me, it's about God, right? And so that's what you got to keep in your spirit when you're walking around. You got to walk in integrity. You have to walk in integrity when nobody's watching you do the right thing. Who knows if somebody is watching, right? And so integrity, God sees that and he blesses it. And I'm offering myself as a living sacrifice. And so, you know, I, I stopped doing it. And God saw that I stopped doing that. I, you know, he was cleaning me out and, and uh, setting my heart on the things above. And so, um, you know, four or five months go in um, and and um, in the school bathroom, in the school restroom, um, some somebody's doing nicotine. Right. Somebody's hitting a jewel. And in my spirit, I am just being tempted. I'm being attacked by the enemy and I'm just being tempted. Let me tell you guys, this was a very. It was, uh, it was, it was a battle, but you know why? It's because I wasn't in the word, you know, this, you know, it, I wasn't in the word. It wasn't a light unto my feet. I didn't have my weapon and I was, I was vulnerable. Why? Because I didn't, I didn't ask Jesus to come help me. You know, there was actually a time where I felt the desire and I said, Jesus, come take it away. I felt the gust of wind just whoop, 
Just come and take the desire away in Jesus' name, right? But I didn't use his name. I allowed it to tempt me. I allowed the devil to tempt me, and I gave in, and I hit the jewel. The second day comes around. The second day, you know, because after that happened, I felt so bad in my spirit the first day. I said, God, forgive me. I'm so sorry, you know, and and it, it was horrible. Like, I felt so bad. Why? Because I defied the temple that God dwells in. I made it dirty. I was just... I sinned against God. I felt so bad. And then the second day comes around. The second day comes around and I'm tempted again. I'm tempted again by the enemy. And I just sit there and I'm like, you know, I, I look, this is what you, this is what people go through. I know somebody listening to this it really relates to what I'm saying. You know, you guys try giving up the jewel. You try giving up. I don't even know what it's called nowadays. I, I don't even know how long it's been. Praise God. <laughs> I don't even know anymore what they're called, but this is what it's called back then a couple years ago. Um, you know, but I know that this is speaking to somebody. This is speaking to somebody out there because a lot of people want to stop. But what do they do? They get right back in. Why? Because the devil comes and tempts them. But they don't know about Jesus. If you don't know about the power of Jesus, you <laughs> good luck. Good luck giving up nicotine or good luck. You may just replace it with something else. Instead of nicotine, it may be alcohol. Instead of alcohol, it may be weed. It doesn't matter. You, you see what I'm saying? It's, it's going to be something. If you don't replace it with the one and only true living glory, which is God, good luck finding fulfillment. But so the second day comes around and I'm being tempted. And, uh, and you know what? I give in again. I give in. And I'm like, what in the world am I doing? Why am I now? I'm just very disappointed in myself. I'm like, man, I just did it again. And you know what? You know, just to really get the story over quickly, um, the third day comes, and you know what? I asked for it. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh oh. Just, just wait for this, right? I asked to hit the jewel. I asked to do it. And God saw that. Oh boy, you already knew a spanking's coming. A spanking is coming. So that night, that night I have a dream. I have a dream. And I'm downstairs in a basement. I'm playing this board game, whatever, with, you know, this the enemy, the devil. Look, when, when you start walking in the way of the Lord and the devil can't tempt you in, in the real world, the devil will try to tempt you in your sleep, right? So I'm in the basement playing this board game with these with these three girls, right? I don't really remember who they were, but I'm playing a board game with them. And it comes down the steps is is this is this uh, lady very in a very beautiful blue dress, very beautiful blue dress. She's looking pretty, um, very beautiful blue dress. And, and as she's walking down these steps, these other three girls, which to me was the enemy, the enemy can disguise themselves as as females to to really um you know the devil will, will really disguise themselves to try to get you to fall into temptation even in your sleep and so i'm downstairs in the basement and as this beautiful girl in the blue dress comes down these other three girls take off to the laundry room they they run why because let me let me tell you so the three girls were, was the demons they always roll in like a little pack because they're wimps right they're, they're they're wimps they have no power over us so they try to jump us they try to jump us to really get us to fall into temptation. They're wimps. But comes down the steps is this one angel. This one angel, so mighty. You know what? He comes down the steps. Or she in the dream comes down the steps. And these other three take off. 
they take off into the laundry room, right? And then the 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 girl in the pretty blue dress walks up to me and she looks very the best way I can say is disappointed in the decision that I made later that earlier that day. So she walks up to me and I don't know what's going on in my dream. You guys know how dreams are. You don't really know. You're not in control. But when I woke up, I knew who was in control and it wasn't me. It was it was the it was the 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 spiritual side. It was the the uh angels and it was the angel, right? And so the uh the angel's walking up to me looking very disappointed and in my dream i don't know so i walk up to her and i give her a hug to try to comfort her and make her not disappointed no more i'm just like what's wrong are you okay and so um you know she doesn't really talk to me but but in my ear she's whispering a prayer the angel is whispering a prayer in my ear and i don't realize that but what i do realize is that when she said amen when when she when when that angel said amen Oh man, the power of God came down on me from from above. It was so holy. It was like, boom, just blew me down. I'm on my back and I'm screaming. I am screaming and I'm screaming. And peeks out the laundry room are those three demons laughing at me. They're over here laughing at me. They're just laughing, pointing at me, laughing. And I'm over here just the power of God coming down on me. And what it is, is he's taking away the gifts that he has given me. And, and this is the best way I can say it is because when the spirit of God is dwelling inside of you, God's going to give you gifts. If you're offering yourself as a living sacrifice, he's going to give you gifts. And when I disobeyed and I went against God, he punished me. He took away what made me fool. He took away what made me whole. He took away what gave me purpose and meaning to my life. And that is letting him use me as a willing sacrifice, as a willing vessel to, to, to let him use me. I find so much joy so much peace, so much strength in talking to you guys. I feel like this is my purpose. This is what God is, is going to use me for is to speak and to spread his good news, his gospel, right? And so when the power of God came down on me and, and I woke up, I felt I felt like something was ripped away from me. I'm, I felt in my soul. Oh, this wasn't my flesh feeling. I woke up in something deep, something deep hit me in my spirit something deep and I felt and all of a sudden I felt like my protection was gone I felt like I had no protection and as soon as I woke up I felt the presence of those three enemies I felt those presence of the three enemies there was one on the side of my bed there was one at the end of my bed and then there was one that hopped on top of me I was laying in my bed just like just you know just just <laughs> praying to God forgive me forgive me for you know I was just oh, I was so hurt in my sleep I was like Look, it was too late. I asked to sin. God punished me. God, I asked and I defiled this 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 temple of God. I got punished. You know, there's a difference between falling into temptation and 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 asking for sin. There's a big difference. I just want to get that point across. I just really need to get that point across. There's there's times where you're gonna fail. God knows that. Jesus Christ knows that. He knows. But when you ask and you go against Him, that's a whole another story. Let me tell you, I've witnessed it. I've been punished by it. God has. God is, look, that discipline was not easy. And like I said, as soon as I woke up, my protection was gone. The glory of the Lord wasn't on me no more. You know, he wasn't, you know, the, the, it just wasn't with me. My protection, the, the blessing, his favor and blessing is favor and protection. I no longer felt his favor. I no longer felt his protection, but I know he's a good father. I know he doesn't just do anything for, look, I wouldn't be here right now speaking like this. If I didn't look, I had to, I had to fast. I had to look, I had to seek the Lord like all over again. Like I had to, I had to repent. I had to repent again 
and 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 look like it it was a rough battle it was rough but praise god that that he raised me up so i can help you guys with this i can help you i don't want you guys to go through that that's not easy that's not easy so i'm here to talk to you guys about it now because if you want to be a willing vessel and god starts using you for things you got to give up sin you can't walk the way of the flesh you got to walk the way of the spirit you have to walk the way of the spirit why because god is dwelling inside of you you can't do what you want if you want the glory of God to be shown on you, you have to be a willing vessel. You got to give people no reason to say anything bad about you. You got to walk around and people be like, man, why can't I think of anything bad about him? You know what? They're going to start making, they're going to start being angry for how happy I am, for how joyful I am. You know, that's how much, that's how much the Lord wants to bless you. That's how much he's been blessing me these past couple weeks. You see what I'm saying? But the, but the fact is, is, is God is my protector and how and and his spirit is his glory is with me praise god it's all glory to god god gets all the praise i don't want none of it it's all god god gets all the glory um but you got to offer yourself as a living sacrifice you got to offer yourself as a living sacrifice if you want god god's glory to be with you you have to give up sinning i just pray look for how deep i just got in that story wow like look <laughs> this is how i know the lord is in it is <laughs> Is, <laughs> look, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> look, oh man, God is so good. Look, that that joy right there was from the spirit. Look, this is how you, how I know it's of the spirit is. I don't even feel like I'm in control right now. I feel like the Holy Ghost is just straight giving me. Look, I'm talking with my eyes closed. You guys don't even realize. <laughs> that's how deep wow that's how deep we just got into that you guys i love you guys i wouldn't be getting that deep into it the lord didn't want me to uh, praise god i know that he's speaking to you guys look here's another very important verse god isn't gonna force you to make time for him god isn't gonna force you to make time for him god isn't gonna force you to go to church god isn't gonna force you to be in his word no like i said god is looking for those who faithfully want to be with him you got to be willing to diligently seek him. You got to be willing to get up and give your life to God as a willing. You got to pick up your cross daily. You got to walk out your salvation with fear and trembling. Look, this is all scripture, you guys. Be in the word and you'll figure this out. God will speak to you. And there's power in the word. You can look at words in many different ways. Many different ways. You can look at a scripture and many. Look, there's so much power in the word. God can feed me with the scripture like a year ago and a whole nother way he feeds me with it today you see what i'm saying there's god's living god's word is living you got to be in it god's not going to force you to be in it but if you're in it he sees that you're sacrificing your time to be with him and throughout this you're going to have invisible moments you know i could talk about invisible moments but look i think i told you guys enough about invisible moments I've had invisible moments that we've been talking about. My testimonies are invisible moments. Nobody nobody knows what's going on in my sleep. Nobody knows what's going on in my sleep. But you know what? I do. I'm having a moment that people don't see. You know, actually, if we go to Acts chapter, um, um, if we go to Acts chapter two, sorry for the noise. I'm just getting Bible over here. So if we go to Acts chapter two, the coming of the Holy Spirit. So in the day of the Pentecost, I'm going to read from verse 1. We're going to be reading 1 through 13. And so in Acts chapter 2, it said, when the day of Pentecost arrived, 
They were all together in one place, and suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues as a fire appeared to them and rested on each of them, and they all began, they all were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. I'm just reading to you guys a story real quick, and then I'll explain it to you guys. And as the sound, and at the sound, the multitude came together, and they were bewildered because each one was hearing them speak in his own tongues and language. And they were amazed and astonished, saying, "Are these not all speaking Gal uh, Galileans? And and how is it that we hear each of us in his own native language? So I'm going to stop right there real quick. And I'm going to explain this to you guys just to help you guys understand. I know I read through it pretty fast. But um, so look, the day of Pentecost, right? So nobody has been filled with the Holy Ghost yet, but they're just obeying the Lord. They're, they're waiting in Jerusalem to be filled with the Spirit of God. And so um, comes into this room, I believe uh, there's like 120 of them. Yeah, 120 people. So there's 120 people in this room and the Holy Spirit comes in and fills them. And in this room are, are different people, right? So we'll just say you got, um, just to make you guys understand, you got somebody in English and somebody uh, speaking Spanish. This is um, So you got people in here speaking in tongues, which is heavenly language. A heavenly language nobody knows and 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 when the holy ghost filled them they start speaking in a language that nobody knows but the spirit of god gave them understanding so when they were speaking in another language the spirit of god allowed these other men to interpret that in their own language so that is i'm, I'm just gonna you know just give you guys an idea that is like somebody in chinese or speaking spanish is speaking in their language and god allows me to understand that as it is English, right? Ain't that powerful? So imagine if somebody was speaking another language and you hear it like it's English. That's definitely the Lord. That is an invisible moment right there, right? Praise God. So that's what's happening here. And so if we keep going, and how is it that we hear each of us in, in his own native language? You see what I'm saying? And if we if we keep going to uh, the end, it says right here, and all were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? They have no idea what this, this is their first time seeing this. And then, uh, but others mocking. So obviously there was people who didn't believe it. There were people who didn't believe. It's, just, it's crazy. The Lord, look, man, there's a miracle going on right now. And you want to harden your heart saying it's not real, man, just accept that there's a God. Just accept that there's somebody that created you. You can't look at this earth and be like, oh, yeah, it just happened. No, man, people need to humble themselves. People need to be show some humility. It's not all about you. The world don't revolve around you. It revolves around Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. And then they said they are filled with new wine. Other, so look, verse 13 says, but others mocking said they are filled with new wine. You see what I'm saying? The Lord will do things for you that will not make sense to the natural mind. The Look, the Lord has done things for me that don't make sense to natural minds. And that's what the Lord wants to do for you. The Lord wants to give you these testimonies. The Lord wants to give you moments in life to where you can speak with power and authority. The greatest weapon you have is your testimony, man. You guys got to use it. Look, Jesus fed four or 5,000 people with just a little bit of bread. Like I said, bread, word is the living word of God. 
You can go into a situation with thousands of people and only have two, three scriptures in your in your spirit. But you know what? God can use those scriptures to feed thousands of souls. When I first gave my when I was first started walking with the Lord and I was in the Word, Matthew chapter seven stuck with me. And let me tell you, there was only like three scriptures that I used and I spoke to people with those scriptures. You bet I did. You see what I'm saying? Stop worrying about, oh, I don't have all this knowledge. I'm not like them. I'm no, use what you have. Use what the Lord has given you and feed them. And you know what? When when the Lord got done feeding those four or five thousand, the Lord brought back extra. The Lord brought back extra for the one who sacrificed the bread for his. You see what I'm saying? And so if we go to um, Ecclesiastes, it says right here. You know, I know I've been talking for a while. I'm just trying to uh, speed this up. But in Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse 12 through 13. It says this right here. So you got this, 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 you got this man, right? So you got this man that is just trying, just seeking. What is the, this is in the Old Testament. So this is before we, you know, they was filled with the Holy Ghost and baptized by the Holy and, and things like that. So this man is trying his best to figure out how the world operates. He's searching for so much wisdom. Like this was a very, very wise guy. He said he was so wise. It, it hurt. You see what I'm saying? It hurt. That's how wise he was. So he concluded, there is nothing better than to be happy and to enjoy ourselves as long as we can. And people should eat and drink and enjoy the fruits of their labor, for these are the gifts from God. And so this very wise man, he knows that I'm going to perish and a wealthy man's going to perish. The poor is going to perish. The rich is going to perish. It doesn't matter who you are, you're going to perish. So he says there is nothing better than to be happy and to enjoy yourselves as long as we can. And it says right here, and people should eat and drink and enjoy the fruits of their labor. And it says for these are gifts from God. So if you want to enjoy your life and enjoy with the Lord, if you want to enjoy and find true happiness in life, it comes from the Lord. And so if we go to Ecclesiastes chapter 6, just a couple chapters later, it says right here, verse 1 through 6, I'm going to read. It says, there is a serious, there's another serious tragedy. I'm going to read this one from the New Living Translation. I like to read most of mine from the English Standard Version, but this one just hits it another way in the New Living. So there is another serious tragedy I have seen under the sun, and it weighs heavily on humanity. So this, so, so what he's about to get into, he realizes that this is very heavy on humanity. This is very heavy on humanity. And he says right here in verse two, God gives some people great wealth and honor and everything they could ever want. So some people have great wealth and honor, but you know what it says right here, but he doesn't give them the chance to enjoy those things. So you know, you can have all the great wealth and honor, but if you can't enjoy life, if you can't enjoy the, those things, why have it? Why have it? You see what I'm saying? God God doesn't give them the chance to enjoy that. They die and someone else, even a stranger, ends up enjoying their wealth. This is meaningless, a sickening tragedy. And so it says right here in verse 3, a man might have a hundred children and live to be very old. I'll, I'll just paraphrase this a little bit. So you got a man that lives to be hundreds of years, like a hundred, what did it say? You, a man might have a hundred children and live to be, okay. So you got a man that is very old and might have a hundred children, right? He has all this time. He has all these children. And, and it says, and it says right here, but 
if he finds no satisfaction in life and doesn't even get a decent burial, it would have been better for him to be born dead. So it would have been better since this man can find no enjoyment, no fulfillment in life. It would have been better for him to be dead. It says his birth would have been meaningless and he would have ended in darkness. He, he wouldn't even have had a name and he would never have seen the sun or known his existence. So he's saying that if this man was dead, he wouldn't even have had a name. He wouldn't have even have seen the sun or even known of his existence. But it says um, right here, and he, yet he would have more peace than in growing up to be an unhappy man. It says right here that it'd be, if you grow up and, and, and you're an unhappy man, it'd be, look, you have, and it says, um, more peace than in growing up and being an unhappy man. He might live a thousand years twice over, but still not find contentment. And since he must die like everyone else, what is the use? What is the use of living an unhappy life is what I'm trying to get to. And to be happy, the only way you're truly going to get happy is to give your life to the Lord and 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 walk in his understanding. You know, wow, this was yeah, I know this is a long this is a longer episode, but man, God, I know God I just pray that you guys stuck through this. And God spoke to you guys. I know he did. I know he spoke to you guys. I have faith that that God is speaking to people. I know God's gonna have a crowd around. God's gonna have a, an audience that 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 He's speaking to through me. It doesn't matter if one person listens or fifty people listen. It doesn't matter or a hundred or a thousand people. It doesn't matter as long as God speaks to people. That's all that matters to me. This podcast isn't mine. It's the Lord's. When I'm speaking, I'm surrendering to the Holy Spirit. Look, there, there's times where, 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 like I said, I'm speaking and I don't even feel my, like it's, I'm, I don't even feel me giving any words. This is all coming from the spirit. Let me look, let me tell you guys, this is all coming from the spirit. I can feel the anointing of God. I can feel the power of God coming from this. This is, this is, this is how I know God is using me. And this is how I know I have faith that God wouldn't be using me for no reason. So let me pray for you guys real quick. God. I just want to thank you for the brothers and sisters listening to this podcast. God, I pray that you go and you and your word does not return. God, your your word says that your word doesn't return back void. So, God, I pray that you go and you do your work. God, you go and you do your work in Jesus name. God, you go and you and you provide for them. You help them get a revelation. God, I pray that they give time to you. God, I pray that they no longer want to seek their own desires. But God, they want to please you. God, they want to please you, the one who created them. So, God, I just pray that your spirit goes out and is working with them and is very, very effective. God, I pray that you provide increase. I pray that you provide increase in their spirit, God. And I pray that you you put a new hunger in their spirit in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You go out and you have your way. God, you go out, you bless them with joy. And God, when they do step out in faith and they do search you diligently, God, I pray that you reward them twice over, God. Whatever you was going to do, God, I pray you double it in Jesus' name. God, whenever they step forward, God, I pray you take two steps uh, uh, more towards them, God. I just pray that you amplify your presence in their life. And I thank you for the brothers and sisters listening. And God, I just pray that, and I thank you right now, God, for raising people up to this podcast. I thank you, God, right now for speaking and convicting and raising people up, God. In Jesus' name, God, we love you. You get all the praise. You get all the honor. You get all the glory. In Jesus' name. I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you, guys. I very, I, I, I really appreciate um, the listeners. Um, like I said, hit me up. 
Let me know um, what God's doing for you guys. I love you guys. Share the episode. Share the podcast. And if you guys want to help support what God is doing, you can give on uh, PayPal Cash App Venmo at B-L-A Give. You can do that. And um, just just help support what, what God is doing through this through this uh, podcast. God is doing mighty things. I know God has big plans for me, but not only for me, but for you guys. God's gonna bless you guys. I know that if you guys stay faithful and commit to even just anointed messages, God will use you guys. There's a difference between just normal messages. You know, you'll just go to churches and people are just giving messages. It's different when you have the Spirit of God speaking to you. It's different when you have a message and the Spirit of the Lord approving it. Look, I know the Lord is approving this message because of the way He's using me. I feel the signs. I feel the I feel it. I feel that God is using. I know God is in this. You know, I'm not, I'm not, it's just all glory to God, right? Praise God. But I love you guys. Have a blessed week. Have a blessed day. And if you're driving, be safe on the road and pay attention. Pay attention on the road. You don't know who's out there. I love you guys. In Jesus' mighty, in Jesus mighty name, have a blessed day.